0: I'm Dr. John Tam and welcome to the Career Change Advice Podcast. My definition of the good career is one that is aligned to who you are. Whether it's clocking an 80-hour work week or having a job that just passes time so you can go home and spend it with your loved ones, I believe that a good career works for you and not the other way around. I promise to support you with every single episode with sound career advice for positive change, whether it's minor tweaks or a full-on career switch. Let's begin. What's up everybody! Welcome back to my channel, the best place for hardworking millennials to learn more about career soft skills and gain career clarity. In this video, I'm going to discuss how to manage up with your boss by setting healthy boundaries. Make sure you subscribe and click the notification bell to receive regular updates on all things related to career soft skills and career clarity. I also have a Facebook group called Career Clarity and Soft Skills where you can connect with like-minded individuals who are interested in maximizing their potential. Hi, I'm Dr. John Tam. I have a PhD in Sociology from the University of Oxford, and I love helping people figure out their careers and build soft skills. One of the best ways to deal with a difficult boss is to set boundaries. While there is some overlap with setting boundaries with coworkers, as I've covered it in a previous video up above, setting boundaries with your boss is specifically a soft skill that requires a lot of tact, especially if the boss is a micromanager, a workaholic, toxic inexperience or any other reason that makes them difficult to work with. In management literature, the way you work with your boss is called managing up and an important part of that is setting boundaries. So without further ado, here are 5 ways to manage up by setting healthy boundaries with your boss. Tip number 1 is to understand your limits and give yourself permission. It's amazing that oftentimes people don't really understand their boundaries and if you watched my previous video on setting healthy boundaries with your equals, this step is also essential with setting boundaries with your boss. So let's define what boundaries are first, right? Boundaries can be defined as a limit or space between you and someone else, where that person ends and you begin. And the purpose of this is to take care of yourself, right? Therefore, the very first step of setting boundaries is to recognize where your own boundaries are. Clearly identifying the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual limits of what makes you uncomfortable or stressed is essential. And gather data on the times that you feel that the limits being breached, right? So throughout a week or a month, Write down somewhere every time you feel that you've been pushed to your limit. And that way you can recognize when you've been pushed too far. After creating that list, go through the list and write down what it makes you feel after the heat of the moment's gone, right? And be clear on what it is that bothers you. You gotta be very specific. You also gotta take out the blame take out the blame from the other person. And also make it clear to yourself that it's not a personal attack, it's nothing on them because the truth of the matter is you've never brought this up before, right? And therefore, you're not blaming them. It's really on you that you haven't advocated for this before. So you also got to make the distinction, is this self-care or is this selfish? So by going through this first step, you identify what are your limits, you identify what you're feeling, and also you recognize that you're not respecting your own limits and that's why you're building up resentment inside. And so that's an essential step. A second tip is actually meet to set the expectations. This may seem silly, but you've actually got to sit down and set the expectations through actual open communication. So it's actually part of your job, your boss's job, to understand and respect your boundaries. According to Harvard Business School's professor Michael Watkins, there are two types of communication that's relevant to setting boundaries. The first type is having the expectations conversation, which is in order to set stronger boundaries, you first need insight into what your boss perceives you can and should achieve. There are several guiding questions that are useful to this, such as number one, who do I report to? Who provides me with feedback? Who decides what I should be working on? What are the few things that you need me to accomplish in the short term or the medium term? What does success look like? When do you expect this to be accomplished? how will it be measured from there you can then negotiate unrealistic deadlines to make them more attainable and that's a very essential way to establishing that understanding of expectations so that you understand where they're looking at right you understand their perspective the second type of conversation is to have is the style conversation and this conversation is about giving you the opportunity to re-examine the style of how you and your boss interact guiding questions for that would be What kind of decisions does your boss want to be involved in, and where can you make a call on your own? How do your styles differ, and what are the implications for how you should interact? Working this out will actually give you a much deeper understanding of where the boundaries are, and this part is super important. So basically, you have to find time to sit down with your boss and work out the expectations and style of you two working together, right? What are the terms of engagement? Well, the terms of engagement will often, understandably, lean in your boss's favor during work time. You'll also get to set the boundaries during non-work time and come to understand their expectations. But it will also allow you to communicate your boundaries as well, which you would have figured out in the previous step. Now remember, a healthy boundary is one that allows you to exercise control of what you allow but also make you not overly defensive or resistant to change. Things that you can discuss could be what are the expected email or texting turnaround times during non work hours, if any, and how about weekends? How about calls after work? And how you can set up weekly check ins to avoid random drop ins to one another that can be distracting. Another thing you can discuss is whether you should leave your work laptop at work, or fully drop in work during vacation days, or taking time to be offline. Also, stuff like social media friending and engagement, closing your office door, or using headphones to signal do not disturb, uh, preferring handshakes over hugs, things like after work socializing. These are all things you can cover. Now the third thing that you could do is to create a boundary statement. And this one you need to decide for yourself how far you want to take it. Because your boss is different from everyone else's bosses, right? It really depends. And you may just want to write it down for yourself, Or you may want to involve your boss in co-creating it, if your boss is really cool with that, right? It totally depends on your boss, your workplace culture, etc. So basically, boundary statements are if-then statements, right? You can't create a rule for everything, so reserve these for the most important and most likely to recur boundary situations. It will help you be more motivated and productive at work if you and your boss have an understanding on what's the best way to get things done at work and at home if necessary, and you want to write it down for reference. So examples of what can go in a boundary statement can include, if my boss emails me at 8pm, I answer it by 12pm the next day, or if my boss texts me during dinner, I do not respond until after dinner, or it could be if my boss asks me to work on a weekend project at the last minute, I reply that I'm unavailable until Monday morning. my boss says I must be available, I decide the timeline and condition of the actual work. If my boss yells at me, I do not respond until everyone is calm. So if you're comfortable in pitching this to your boss, you can ask, do you want to set them together or have me write them down as we're talking and then have you review and acknowledge it, right? Remember asking them to acknowledge it and not approve it because for after work stuff, you really don't need their approval. So you don't even open that door, right? Just ask them to acknowledge it. So work with whatever your boss says and you got to deal with this with some tact. If your boss pushes back against you having a boundary statement or having like you know a formal description of your boundaries, you need to think about the sign carefully. What does this say about your boss if they choose to ignore your desire to set healthy workplace boundaries? Do you really want to work for such a boss? And so essentially a boundary statement whether it's for your own personal use or whether it's co-created, I don't know how you want to use this boundary statement, but it's a professional way to set up boundaries after how everyone has communicated their expectations. And having one written down that's agreed upon by both parties allow you to enforce it or revise it if necessary, right? So if your boss is like, yo, we really need to get in touch over the weekend for you to get stuff done, you may need to revise and work on this together. Or you may need to revisit it on your own and work on it by yourself, right? In the future, if both party wants to renegotiate the terms, there's something to go off of. Regardless of what your boss says about the boundary statement, jot down the notes after the meeting when it's fresh in your memory so that you can refer to them in the future, whether it's for your own personal use or for co-use, or like, you know, it depends on the situation, as I said before, right? It's best if you ratify one, but not all bosses are willing to be tied down by statement. So keep it for your own reference or pin it somewhere at home so that you know what the protocol is when the time comes and if your boss texts you during dinner, right? So do you have a boundary statement or have some variation of it? Let me know in the comments below. The fourth tip is to enforce the boundaries immediately if broken. You need to mentally prepare for violations in the boundary statements because they will most likely happen, right? So rehearse so that you're ready. Practice saying no without saying no to your boss if it's unreasonable and don't worry, I got you covered in a previous video of mine on how to say no to your boss respectfully, which basically teaches you the art of saying no without saying no. So if you want to learn more about that specific scenario, click the video above. Also prepare for the possibility of a pushback. If that's the case, then it's probably a reason for revisiting the boundaries. If there's a bilateral boundary agreement, which is an agreement that both parties agree on, use it. If not, go off on the one uh, in case you forget one that you wrote immediately after the meeting, right? And use that as a point of reference. It's like, hey boss, I actually wrote this down immediately after my meeting with you previously, and this is something that makes me uncomfortable, and we talked about this, right? So you have to enforce that. You have to let them know. There may be emergency cases that you cannot enforce with your boss. And in that case, make a note about it on your boundary statement and see if there's any way to prevent it from happening again. So the baseline is this, whether this boundary statement is drafted together or drafted alone, you have something to go off of if necessary. And it's going to be an ongoing process that will take time for you and your boss to figure out And you guys might change as well, right? You might become more comfortable with your boss, or even your own boundaries may change as well. So so it's a point of reference, but it's not set in stone. Fifth tip is to know your rights. And this last tip is really up to you if you absolutely feel the need to go there. But many people aren't fully aware of the extent of their rights at work. In most developed countries, there are protections in place that are generally deemed off limits at work. In Ontario, where I live, we have the Employment Standards Act, which basically states that the Ontario Human Rights Code protects people from employment discrimination based on race, ancestry, place of origin, color, ethnic origin, citizenship, creed, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, gender expression, disability, age, marital status, family status, and record of offenses. So these are all things that are basically your rights. And these are things that you should not put in your boundary statement because they're really super sensitive topics. However, they are unspoken, but they are legally binding employment laws. So if you feel that any of these unspoken but legal boundaries were crossed and it makes you uncomfortable, you may choose it to bring it up as a boundary between your professional and private life of your boss. And a way you can do it is just to answer you don't want to engage in conversations or disclose anything pertaining to your personal life. And that's that, right? I'm not telling you to go around and lash out at your boss or others because you're asking about what's your ethnic origin like, I'm Chinese, I'm Christian, I don't mind openly sharing my ethnicity or my faith and what I do on Sundays. However, if anyone makes an offhand joke about my ethnicity or faith, it is within my full legal right to draw the line that may not be crossed. However, know that this last tip can potentially stir up a lot of tension and mistrust at work, so definitely tread lightly on this one. And maybe the solution is to simply detach emotionally and look for a switch, right? Essentially, people who tend to struggle with boundaries with their bosses also tend to be those who have an agreeable personality. If you want a free and accurate way to measure your personality, I suggest you to check out this personality test Here below in the descriptions that will give you career advice typical of people with your personality. Make sure you join my Facebook group, Career Clarity and Soft Skills to be in the community of people interested in building soft skills for their career success. Also give this video a like and leave a comment below and let me know your thoughts on it. In my next video, I'm going to discuss setting healthy boundaries working online from home, so make sure you subscribe and click the notification bell for updates, and share it with your friends if you found this video to be valuable. Take care, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with others who want their careers to work for them. Congrats for showing up and being your own career advocate today. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.